You are listening to episode 73 of the Simple Farmhouse Life podcast. About a year ago on my YouTube channel, I shared a video all about raw milk, why we drink it. I did a Q&A. And to this day, that is the most controversial video on my YouTube channel. I actually ended up even taking it down. And the reason is that I was worried about basically YouTube police. I don't know, I don't know everything about how all the platforms work. All I know is I don't need my channel being shut down and it just worried me. So I decided that since this podcast is more for people who maybe want to hear the more unfiltered part of my channel and lifestyle. I mean, I know I, I casually mentioned drinking raw milk, but I didn't want, I don't know, I felt very controversial putting that on YouTube. I had a lot of pushback from followers, and so I did decide to set it private, but here's the thing. We've been drinking raw milk for 10 years now. Like I said, in the, in the uh, upcoming podcast that you're about to listen to, I pulled it straight from that YouTube video, and I said things like, nine years. I also said, I was also pregnant at the time. So I said with this one, I'm not still pregnant. <laughs> I'm not pregnant again. I was just referring to Daniel at that time. So I decided that I'm going to come on here, update a few things here in the beginning, and then just play that YouTube video, obviously audio only so that you still have access to that raw milk material. I also do have a blog post that goes with it. So that's been up the whole time, but I've had people who said, Hey, I was looking for your YouTube video and couldn't find it. And now you know why I took that down. I was just worried about the controversy, but the fact remains that a lot of people can't tolerate milk these days. And the reason, and I go more on this in this video here, but the reason is that the enzyme that helps you to digest milk is destroyed through the process of heating it up to pasteurize it. And so milk is actually a very beautiful, healthy food, but whenever you buy it pasteurized, that a lot of those benefits can be destroyed. We've seen nothing but wonderful results. I've definitely grown in my comfort level over the years, 10 years strong now, We've never been sick. Of course, at this point, I'm super comfortable with it, but I remember when I first started thinking, okay, this is really dangerous, this is scary. I remember avoiding it during my pregnancy with Johanna, my second born, but then by the time my third came around, my fourth, my fifth, and my sixth, I was literally trying to drink as a goal a quart of raw milk a day for health purposes. So I've definitely evolved over the years. Your journey might take a similar course. You might be really nervous right now. And as with all things that I do naturally, I find my comfort level with them grows as I have more experience. So that might be your your experience as well. You might not be interested at all. In fact, if you were not interested, you probably wouldn't be listening to this podcast, but I'm just saying if this still scares you coming away from it, that's fine too. So just know that it isn't for everyone. I give raw milk to everyone in my family, including Daniel, and we've seen nothing but success from it. Now, I don't think I went over in the podcast episode all of the things that I love to make with raw milk. My favorite is kefir. I've made raw milk yogurt, sour cream. I have tutorials for those things over on my blog and YouTube channel. But ultimately, my favorite thing is kefir, and that's what we that's how we drink raw milk. We hardly ever just have a glass of raw milk. Mostly, we just drink it in the form of kefir smoothies daily. Currently, we are also 
running a home dairy. We milk two goats. And so we have added raw goat milk to our diets, which I didn't talk about in this upcoming video here because I didn't, we didn't have it at the time. We didn't have access to it. And so now we drink about half goat milk, half cow milk because we go and get our raw cow milk from a local dairy and then we also drink the goat milk that we get from here we just don't get quite enough to only use that or we would and we've also done lots of raw goat milk kefir it's delicious we've had nothing but success with it no digestive issues or anything it's quite delicious now i did have someone recently tell me that they decided to start getting raw milk and it hurt their stomachs. And so there might be something to getting used to all of the good bacteria that is in raw milk, and you might need to take it slow, maybe consult a natural physician. I can tell you that those experiences are far past for us just for how long we've been drinking it, and I don't actually remember having them in the beginning, but I do know that that can happen. All right, without further ado, let's dive into my video on raw milk a year ago that I took off of my YouTube channel. My name is Lisa, mom of six and creator of the blog and YouTube channel, Farmhouse on Boone. Join me as I share with you my love for creating a handmade home from scratch cooking and a little mom and entrepreneur life along the way. So the first thing I wanna say before diving into this topic is these are all just my opinions, my experience. I am gonna talk a little bit about some research I've done, but for you personally, anything I say, obviously make your own decisions, do your own research. I do have some strong opinions about this topic, but that does not mean that you necessarily should or that you should take my word for it. That's my little disclaimer. Okay, so I'm going to start with some of the research I've done, then I'm going to go into my personal experience, and then I have some questions and answers. I actually went to Instagram and asked for raw milk questions from my followers, and so I have a whole list of questions that people have been asking me that I'm going to put at the end. Really glad I did that because there were some questions I just didn't think about. Okay, first I wanna talk about the dangers of raw milk. Now, if you go ask your doctor, depending on where you live, depending on who your doctor is, you're likely going to get the eye roll and be told that you are making a big mistake if you drink raw milk. Now, we had this experience when we first started drinking it about nine years ago. I had one little girl and I was asking my pediatrician and he was like, you're crazy. And at the time I had no experience to back this. All I had was internet research. So I was like, are we making a huge mistake? Like the first time I gave her raw milk, I was thinking she's just gonna die. Basically, if you Google this, you visit the CDC, USDA, any of those kind of FDA type of websites, you're going to basically think that if you would give your child raw milk, they'll die. If you ask your pediatrician, they're gonna say the same thing. So I was a little bit hesitant, and I'll go more into my experience later. We now have nine years behind us of raw milk drinking. But here is sort of the studies that have been done. You are nine times more likely to get sick from raw milk, okay? So there it is. However, that is still a one in six million chance. I got this stat from chriskesser.com. I'm gonna leave links to the sources below. This is something that I've been researching so long that like, 
remembering all the exact reasons why we chose in the beginning, I had to go back and read them again because I'm like, oh, I know it's better, but you know, I don't remember where I made that decision nine plus years ago. So this is according to Chris Kessler, what it says, the risk of developing a serious illness, one that will require hospitalization is still one in 6 million. So you are nine times more likely, but that is still the relative risk is extremely small. I mean, one in 6 million, seriously. If you were afraid of safety that much, you definitely should not ever get behind the wheel of a car. Ever. This is off topic, but it's kind of like with home birth and the relative risk difference. You have to always take the benefits and you have to look at the risks and make your analysis. And I feel like everything in the medical world is so fear-based that we sterilize our entire environment. We do this with antibiotics. We do this with so many things and inadvertently create more consequences, but we are so fearful of doing things in this more natural way. So there is the risk. And that is why if you Google this, you are gonna see that it is very risky to drink raw milk. Now, something of course to consider is where you're getting your milk from. So me personally, I have toured farms where we've gotten our own milk, been with several different farms over the years, things have changed and we've gone with different farmers. And then I have also toured a commercial dairy. I even toured some dairies over on the East Coast when I went there with Stonyfield. And so I have seen organic dairies, I've seen raw, small, local dairies, and I've seen commercial dairies. In the description below, I'm gonna leave some links for a little bit of the history of milk and it'll help you better to understand why pasteurization became really necessary. All right, now let's talk a little bit about the health aspect of raw milk and why our family chose to drink it. So we find that these days people speak very negatively of milk and a lot of health experts will tell you just to avoid it altogether, to do an alternative like almond milk, soy milk, coconut milk, rice milk, you know, all of those. But after doing some research, I learned a lot of those were very processed. They're not natural. You can't get milk from those things. And oftentimes full of sugar. And then soy is a genetically modified crop that can also disrupt hormones. And so none of those routes seemed like good alternatives to us, but people still can't really tolerate milk these days and find themselves lactose intolerant. And so I knew I wanted to research into some different options. Now, the reason for this is that pasteurization kills the bad bacteria in milk, but it also kills the good bacteria. So I remember reading things like the body was meant to utilize the alive probiotics and cultures that are in the milk to actually help digest it and make it, you know, assimilate and make it to where the body can actually use it. But without those things, the body is like, what is this stuff? Never meant to consume it because it's so dead. So it kills the bad pathogens and bacteria, but it also kills the good that makes it a healthy living food. So there's been some studies that show that the vitamin and mineral content of pasteurized milk just isn't there. The process of pasteurizing, which is just heating it to a certain temperature for an extended period of time, kills vitamin C. It just makes it an altogether different food. Now also, there are hormones that are given to the cows so that they can produce more milk, so that the farms can, of course, produce enough to 
come out ahead with the low prices of milk, the margins just don't quite add up unless they're producing a large amount. So a lot of people are also very concerned, you know, vegans and vegetarians, a lot of time with the ethical practice of consuming meat and milk. And this is another reason to drink raw milk and find your meat and eggs all from local sources because you can actually see the living conditions that the animals are in and they're wonderful. They're in the conditions that these animals were meant to be raised in. They are happy, healthy animals that produce healthy food. And so if the ethics is a concern to you, consider visiting one of these local farms and you'll find that you'll be quite pleased with how the animals are treated and the way that they're raised. I have several sources I'm going to link below on the health benefits of raw milk versus pasteurized, and then some of the other articles that I've mentioned so that you can dig further into this. I am just trying to give you a little bit of a primer so that you can make your own decision. So now I'm gonna share a little bit about my own personal experience. I already told you that we started with raw milk with my first daughter when she was about 18 months. I like to call her my guinea pig because I had no clue what I was doing. I, of course, was influenced by some of the health things at the time and thought maybe I should give her milk alternatives. I, for a minute, gave her soy milk, which is the worst thing you could give hormonally, especially to little girls. Very bad idea to do your research on that before I figured out raw milk. Now this was around 18 months. She was nursing up until that point, but then I was pregnant with my second and she kind of self-weaned at that point and I wanted to get her on a milk that I felt comfortable with and that's when we moved to raw milk. We were with a farm there where we used to live for probably five-ish years before they stopped doing their dairy operation. Then we moved to a different farm, still in our area. We had to drive a little bit further to get it, but it was definitely worth it. And then we moved here, new place. And for a while we were going about a half an hour meeting another farm that brought to a drop point. And then recently a friend reached out and said that her friend from church lived in the same town as us. And they are a family with one dairy cow, but one dairy cow produces several gallons each day. And so they weren't wanted to take on a few customers. So now we're able to get our raw milk from just a family with one single cow. I believe some of these questions are in the Q&A, but we've never gotten sick um, while consuming raw dairy. And I have consumed it quite liberally during my pregnancies. My first pregnancy with it would have been my second daughter. I was still hesitant then, just out of obviously not really understanding the relative risks. My OBGYN at the time, before I switched to a midwife, was definitely concerned. And so at the time, I definitely didn't consume as much with her. Now my three after that, and then this current one, I consume quite a bit of raw milk. With the boys, they were all full-term, eight and a half pound babies. And I consumed at least, I would say, a quart a day, either of milk or kefir, which is just a way that I ferment the raw milk. Now, another consideration is A1 versus A2 milk. This might be a whole new thing to you, but it has to do with the protein in the milk. And sometimes when people are very sensitive, to dairy, uh, a lot of times it's because they're consuming A1 milk. Now we have been with farms before who may or may not have been serving A2 milk, but they did not do the testing. And then we've been with a farm for a while who actually did the testing, had certified A2 cows. We have not noticed a difference. So maybe this entire time we've been consuming A2, the ones didn't necessarily know for sure if they were or weren't A2. So we may have been consuming A2 the entire time 
really hard to say, but if you're sensitive to dare, you may want to look into the A1 versus A2 protein in milk and do some research on that as well. All right, so now I'm gonna dive into the Q&A and then I'm gonna talk about some of the great things that you can make with raw milk. I'm even gonna have some more tutorials coming up in sort of a series here on raw milk where I'm gonna show you how to make some other great recipes. All right, so let's dive in and find these questions and answers. All right, so I've got several about this. Someone told me that raw milk is illegal. In that, depends on your state. In some states, it's illegal in stores. Some states, there's very little laws. Some states, it's illegal altogether. Uh, there's a lot of history on this. You can read more up on that online. And I think it, some people are pushing to have it illegal in all places. I've even heard that in some places, farmers can't even drink their own milk raw. Now, if that does not get you a little bit fired up, I'm really not sure what will because I mean, seriously, if you cannot milk your own cow and then drink it, I don't even know what this world's coming to. Why doesn't it make you sick? And if raw milk doesn't make people sick, why is it pasteurized? It's that one in six million chance. The risks are there, but I would say to know that your milk's coming from a place where the cows are in clean conditions and understand that there, I guess, is a risk. It's like I have to say this, but I, personally feel 100% comfortable. I've given raw milk kefir to my babies whenever I wanna start giving them some probiotics. Why does the government make it so hard to buy? I would say there's a lot that goes into that. So for risk of being too controversial, I'll probably stay away from that one. So if we can get our hands on raw milk, how do we know we can trust what we're getting? I saw several questions like this. My recommendation is just to visit the farm. Go see the cows out in the green pastures, watch the milk, make sure everything looks nice and clean. Talk to other customers if it's a larger operation. So this one right now that we're getting milk from, this is the first time it's just been an actual family, but I can even talk to them. They give it to their kids and babies. So if you actually talk to the farm's customers, Ask them how long they've been drinking it. Ask them how many times they've gotten sick. Just do a little bit of digging because this is one of those things where there are certain things in life where you have to know how to dig and find answers for yourself because if you seek the most conventional answers, you're just gonna get negative feedback and be steered away from it. It's the same way with a lot of things that we do. You have to do some digging on your own because if you're just to ask your doctor, they're gonna tell you, don't do it. That being said, back when we lived in our old town, the doctor that we had there, they actually got milk from the same dairy that we did. Now, he was not at all a health type of holistic doctor, completely conventional, and his wife was always getting milk at the pickup for their family. So you may find a doctor that agrees with your raw milk consumption, but do not be surprised if you do not. What made you make the switch? I think I talked about this quite a bit before. It's just an alive, healthy, real food in the way that God intended, not destroyed with excessive heat. Do you drink it pregnant? Yes, yes, yes. Can you taste what the cow ate and how long it is? How long is it good for in the fridge? I saw this question over and over. What does it taste like? How long does it last? It has been a really long time since we've drank store-bought milk. I mean, 
I really cannot remember what it tastes like, but it tastes so good. I can't imagine that it isn't insanely better. It does change a little bit with the seasons as they're out on fresh pasture, it totally should, but it's something we're totally used to. Now, raw milk doesn't go bad like store-bought milk does, because when store-bought milk goes bad, that means that some gross bacteria has soured it, but what's in the raw milk will take it over and those are good bacteria. So it sours, but it isn't actually bad. It's just whether or not you can stand to drink milk that tastes sour. That happens at about, I would say a week and a half to two that it starts to taste a little bit sour. I still use it then to make raw milk kefir and yogurt, but my kids won't drink it right out of the jar whenever it has gone sour. Do you get worried about the so-called risks? If not, how do you not? I don't at all, and the reason is just experience. When you've been doing something for nine straight years every week by the gallon, then of course, at that point, you're so used to it, you don't get worried about it anymore at all. I will say in the beginning, I had all the usual things that people tell you ringing in my ear, and I was, but we're so past that now, and we've only enjoyed good health from it over the last several years that not at all. What age do you start with your kiddos? I will start giving them raw milk kefir at younger ages, maybe nine-ish months. Not a whole lot though, because they're mostly still nursing. And then I will switch over to milk whenever they stop nursing 18 months to 20 months-ish. I still don't really give Micah too much milk because he still nurses, but probably soon he'll be getting actual cups of milk. So this is a common question. Do you think cow milk is meant for baby cows or for us too? I mean, I'm just gonna go off the fact that they're proven nutrients and vitamins in milk. It's a near perfect food in its raw state. God talked a ton about it in the Bible, so I think it was meant for us. Yes, it's meant for baby cows, but it also has such obvious benefits and can be a part of a healthy lifestyle that it makes me wonder why it wouldn't be for us. I don't know, there's so much that goes into that because people are always saying things like, we're the only mammals that drink another mammal's milk. We're the only mammals that do a lot of things just because of our intellect and our ability to domesticate and things like that. So I definitely think so because I don't feel like we could live such healthy lifestyles if it was so terrible. Okay, several questions about where you can get it. This is a good resource, check realmilk.org. You can find local farms in your area, but oftentimes it's just gonna take talking to a lot of other people in your area. There's also a group called Weston A. Price Foundation and you can get on their Facebook group and you can ask in their group if anybody has extra milk in your area because like the farm we're going to now, it's just a family with one cow. They aren't on the realmilk.org search thing. Those are more for farms who are selling lots of milk who are making this their business. And I would say the best thing to do would just be find a family who has a dairy cow who, you know, they're not drinking four or five gallons of milk per day. So they need to take on a few customers that's probably the best thing to do is just ask around, get in the Facebook group, and then also check realmilk.org. I found two sources around this area before I found this family that were on realmilk.org. Now we have to drive further for those, but they were available. Can you homogenize it? Um, I mean, I wouldn't. So basically homogenization breaks down the fat component, the molecules, 
in the cream so that it will stay incorporated and not rise to the top. I love that raw milk isn't homogenized. I take the cream off the top for coffee, for butter, for sour cream. I like that you can separate it, but what I do if I'm giving a glass to the kids, I'll just shake it and then pour it in their glass. It does not separate before they're done drinking it. And so there is cream in their milk because the cream part is just so healthy that I want them to get that. Do your kids mind when it might taste a little grassy in the spring? My kids love the milk always. In fact, it's kind of like almost to the point of, no, you don't need another glass of milk. Have you ever gotten sick from it? Never. So how much does it cost? This varies all over the country. We've paid four, five, and $6 a gallon. So there is still a farm that we can get it from in this area that we have to drive a little bit further for. They still sell it for $4 a gallon. I only drive out there on occasion because she also sells a pound of raw butter that is like yellow, dark, I mean, such great butter for $5. But for the most part, I just go with the family farm and they charge six, which I think is still completely fair. Some people said that in their state, like in California, it can be up to 15. That is crazy, but I still think we'd pay it. Now we probably would drink way less than we do right now. So now I buy four gallons a week and that's obviously easy when it's really cheap. Probably would cut that in half, but we would definitely still purchase it but that is pretty steep, I must say. I think everything's more expensive in California. Somebody asked, is it cheaper than buying organic milk at the store? I have no idea. I don't shop organic milk at the store, but it is so much better because organic milk, since there isn't as much of a demand for it, has to have a longer shelf life or the grocery stores would find themselves throwing away organic milk. So it is ultra pasteurized, which means it's heated so hot, it kills everything in it so that it doesn't have a chance to go bad. It lasts weeks and weeks and weeks, but there's nothing left good in it. So I probably would not purchase organic milk. I'd purchase organic yogurt, maybe some organic cream, but like to pay a ton of extra for a essentially dead food, I would think would be a little bit of a waste. So somebody also asked, do you boil it before consuming? No, that would be pasteurizing. We just drink it straight from the jar, us personally. All right, I think that pretty much answers all the questions. Like I said, check out the sources below for you to do your own research and make your own decision based on your area. You know, if it's illegal, that's gonna be quite a problem and where you can buy it but it is so worth looking into. I hope I've started your research journey into this. Our family loves raw milk. We buy it every week. We make raw milk kefir, which I have a tutorial here on my YouTube channel. It's so easy. You would not believe how easy it is to make raw milk kefir. We make other things, but I go through phases of just not having the time. Raw milk kefir is the one ferment that is for sure always out on our counter and has been for years. Other things come and go as you know, I'm feeling inspired, but raw milk kefir, always. I'm going to jump on here and do several more tutorials. I have one planned to show you how to make homemade sour cream from raw milk, homemade cream cheese, and then how to make raw milk yogurt in the Instant Pot. I have a tutorial now for how to make pasteurized milk yogurt in the Instant Pot, but I also have a tutorial for raw milk yogurt, which I'm gonna be sharing with you, as well as butter, and just more about how we use it. Today, I just wanted to answer some of your questions on it, why we chose it, and hopefully to inspire your research journey into looking into it if, to see if it's possibly a fit for you and your family. All right, well, if you wanna follow along with more healthy recipes, 
as well as our restoration journey of our Victorian farmhouse and making this seven acres a homestead, please hit that subscribe button. I also make videos on food from scratch, natural living, and a handmade home. Thank you so much for stopping by the farmhouse. Thanks so much for listening. If you have any more questions about raw milk, you can always find me over on Instagram at Farmhouse on Boone. Also, you can visit the blog farmhouseonboone.com and search raw milk. I have several recipes and resources there as well. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you in the next episode of the Simple Farmhouse Life Podcast. Thank you.